Hey, y'all. Welcome to Co-Parenting Past Chaos, a podcast that gives you a raw and unfiltered insight on marriage, divorce, the crazy adventures of co-parenting, and so much more with your hosts, April and Lauren. Not only are we best friends, we are also the wife and former wife of the same man. Join us each week as we take you on a journey inside our wild and chaotic lives and show you how we were able to forge and maintain a positive co-parenting relationship while collectively parenting a lot of kids with a few husbands. We're definitely not professionals and we'll probably get you into more trouble than you bargained for, but what we do have is a sense of humor, street smarts, and a few decades of experience under our wife, mom, and divorcee belt. This Saint Your Mama's podcast. Welcome to episode 158 of Past Chaos. I feel like we have not done this in a long time. I'd like to be the first one to welcome us back. <laughs> back to the show. Yeah, it's been a minute. We you have know? been, but our lives have been real stupidly crazy busy. And for the first time, our schedules haven't lined up. This is sad. We live together. I know. And there it, are days we don't see each it's other. It's true. Honestly, it's true. This is a true marriage. It really is. If I don't, if we don't get up at the same times in the morning, that's usually the only opportunity we have sometimes mm-hmm. to see each other. It or it's is. a quick hi, bye. It's a hi, here's your coffee. I love you. Have a good day. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, another week down though of mm. school that is. The only reason I'm thinking about this is because I got this call yesterday. Do you realize that almost every single week this school year, we've gotten a call from the schools. We've gotten a call about mm-hmm. an incident. Yes. And yesterday I get a call from Tanner's school. It was two weeks ago that we got a call from Jack's school. Yes. So I, Tanner gets home and I'm like, hey, what happened at school today? He's like, oh, you mean with the threat? Yeah. Some kid said he was going to shoot up the school and he airdropped it. Oh, I don't even know right. what that means. Like, you know, when I airdrop you photos. Yeah. But how do you airdrop a threat? Like a notes or a text? Oh, you can airdrop like a note? Yeah. Or a picture. You got to be kidding me. Mm-hmm. This is just getting ridiculous. Yeah, it's been crazy. Jackson never knows what the threats are. Usually, so when I ask him, it it must not involve the sixth graders. His school has had two, I guess. But he's always like, what? Really? Something happened? Well, I think because they aren't allowed to have their phones at school. Yeah. We're high schoolers. They're allowed to have their phones. So they get all that, which almost makes you want to say, don't give the kids their phones at school. Make them keep them in I don't know if they have lockers anymore. They don't. Uh, okay. Well, make them keep them in a book bag. Like they're not allowed to turn them on just like we do. So like Jackson can have his phone, but yeah, he has to keep it turned off. It's just an, it's a mess. We've had a lot happen in the last. I know. I'm like, where do I start? What do I do? Um, I've had, I've plenty of bad mom stories. Oh, good. 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 We don't have to worry about that one. Good. As an adult, do you ever remember things from your childhood and a light bulb goes off? Like something that maybe you didn't get then. Daily. You get Daily. it now. Yes. I, th- I always think of sayings that I didn't quite get. Songs that I didn't understand. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to sex you up. I had no idea what that meant. Clearly. I know a thing or two about sex now. That happened to me last week. I've <laughs> heard of people bleaching their butt. Oh you know? <laughs> Where is this going? How does this relate to our childhood? Please tie this one together Because it's something that I didn't know. Like as a kid or as a young adult, how to bleach an asshole? No, I knew that people bleach their butt. But I was like, it just baffled me because I'm thinking most girls don't have like locks of hair in their butt. Guys, I mean, you know, have you I don't know. I'm assuming because I don't have like strands of hair that I braid in my butt. But I mean, I know guys have hairier butts than we do. But I was watching something and they were talking about bleaching their butts. And then another person said, yeah, because you don't want like a brown butt. And it hit me. 
They don't bleach the hair. It's the actual butthole, like where your poop comes. Wait, hold on. That's you never knew that? No. No, hand to God, I did not. I know am that. having a moment right now. <laughs> You're <laughs> telling me you really thought that it was like bleach, like hair bleach? Yeah. <laughs> I really did. I am embarrassed to call you my friend right now. Send help. I should be protected. Have you ever at all bleached call. your asshole? Well, of course not, because I didn't know that was a thing. I was like, I don't so have any hair to bleach. I have, in fact, done it. <gasps> no. It hurts. It is not a fun experience at all. And. I mean, I don't really know why I did it other than research and just to like have something to do. It seemed like something to try. And this was years ago, back when I cared, probably. (laughs) I'm going to need to bend over and let you look what's going on down here. Because I don't know that I'm in need of a butt bleaching. I don't think it's a need. Okay, so it's more typical that people that are in the sex um, worker industry. Oh, well, clearly I'm not. Because it's more aesthetically pleasing, I think. But do you think, why does your butt turn? colors is it from poop no there is there is actually um there is something factual behind this i'm gonna have to research it and let you know because i don't want to say it's because of your poop <laughs> i hate that word can we not air this part of this i hate you for this well it's everybody has a cringe word that's mine okay you're shit <laughs> much better and it's i love talking about these things because i can't be the only one and i want people to not feel so it's stupid true. like yeah. i feel i felt very very stupid and very unearthly uneducated <laughs> okay uneducated you're from tennessee it's okay i guess that's what it is it's okay i mean we all have those things right like earlier this year when i didn't know that the irs was taking what do they call it? I had no idea the taxes were being taken out of my paychecks. You had owed more taxes and they were garnishing like my garnishing wages. Your wages. I had no idea. Lauren gets this letter in the mail. She's like, oh my God, April, they are taking money from my check. And I'm looking at them like, honey, they already took all the money. That's just letting you know that they've been taking it. She has no idea. And I had Clueless. No so See, look, we're both equally we are not we are as intelligent. Equally slow. In don't certain worry. aspects of our lives. Anyway, whoo, Lord. I have been lately feeling, and you said this, I think, this weekend, that I'm just like a failure of a mom. I've been really feeling it bad. I have been feeling it super bad. So the girls, my older daughters, are getting ready for Halloween. And I guess my hatred for it when they were younger didn't cause them too much trauma because they really, both my girls really do love Halloween. Thank God. (laughs) This gives me hope for my children and their future traumatized holidays. You look back though and all the trauma that you think you caused your kids, you didn't. It's things that you never dreamed that you were doing wrong. That's the thing they remember. Remember that time you didn't bring Oreos to my class and you were supposed to? Those are the things that they're going to be traumatized about. Not about you yelling or being just a shit mom some days. But anyway, they're getting ready for Halloween. Halloween and Taylor, my middle daughter, had sent me a picture of the costumes that she was making. And I'm like, you know what? You're just you and your sister are the best moms. And I love watching you be moms. And I just want you to know that I wish and hope that I was as good of a mom as you are. But I know there are other moms out there that feel the same way. And I see moms that just do so much for their kids. And me and you, most of the time, we're in survival mode. Mm -hmm. We're just like barely putting by doing like the bare minimum just to me get them grown <laughs> me every day every, it's hard it is and I you know I have a lot of mom guilt for it but then I'm thinking I look I watch them fight and scream and act so ungrateful that I'm like why am I the one holding guilt when they seem so fine just 
not caring about this moment either. I will tell you, Friday, I had one too many white claws (laughs) and suffered one of the worst hangovers I've ever had as an adult. And I am not even going to lie. And I did not drink that much. So that's just sad. But, um, you know, I had told my kids, we're going to go to the pumpkin patch this weekend. We're going to go to the pumpkin. We'll go get your pumpkins. And here I am puking over a toilet. Talk about feeling like a shit mom. My kids didn't care. Mm-hmm. They didn't care because then when I felt better and I was like, all right, let's go get pumpkins. Nobody wanted to go. No, that's the thing. No one wanted to go. No one wanted to do anything. And here I am thinking I'm a horrible parent for not taking my kids to get pumpkins until the very last minute. And then when I finally do go get pumpkins, we're, we're sitting out there carving them. And I two minutes later, I noticed I'm the only one out there carving them. And they're yeah. inside screaming at each other. They don't care. So they really don't. I, you hold guilt for the things that I think we set as expectations of this is a moment I want to make a good childhood moment for my children and make this magical. We make these own expectations in our head. And when we are the ones that fail at it, we are the ones that get the mom guilt. It's not, it really has nothing to do about the kids, I don't think. Mm, preach. I, I, that's exactly what I was talking about. When I look at the things that I do for my kids... Because I feel bad for them and I want them to have this amazing childhood. There are things that I experienced as a child that did not give me the least amount of trauma. Like, I feel bad that our kids stand out there sometimes and catch the bus. And I'm like, oh, should I go out there and take them all to school? Why? I rode the bus. Here I am, still alive, still love my mom. Well, and half of them would cry if you did that. Yes, they want to take the bus. Yes. So it's like you kind of just do things collectively. One child, it was easier for the majority of the children is what we we choose to do. When you have one kid that complains or whines or makes the experience miserable, because inevitably when you have a large group of children, somebody is going to make it miserable. Mm -hmm. And it happens every time. Like, it's no longer fun. No, they make it suck the joy and fun out of everything. They do. But that's just saying you don't need to feel bad for the things that you don't do because you do enough. So and I early in motherhood kind of did have this mindset of my mom did a really good job of making everything very magical for us. I think as children to the best of her ability, Mm -hmm. I didn't like that. I don't know why it didn't sit right with me because it was again more for her than it was for us. Um, I didn't want to be that kind of mom. I didn't want to have all of those expectations. So for me, like I've never had a magical Christmas with my kids. Like we don't do magical things. I'm not, I pretty much let my kids, you know, have whatever kind of fun that they deem as fun. I don't take my kids on vacations. We don't go to Disneyland. I don't plan fun things because guess what? They're never fun. And my kids aren't going to remember them nine times out of 10. Mm -mm. And I don't want them to have the only memory of mom screaming at them the whole time because we're trying to have fun. And I know that that's how it's going to look. So I've always just kept this mindset of like, we're not going to do the typical Disneyland vacation. We're not going to do the typical go on a cruise or go on a family vacation or, you know, go to family dinners. I've never done those types of things because I know my kids and I know that no one is going to enjoy the moment and we're all just going to be stressed and then mad at each other. See, I think it's different because I've been the opposite mom a lot of my life and a lot of my children's lives. And I think it's different because of the children. They make it a different experience because I've had the experience of raising three kids that I gave birth to and helping raise three kids that you gave birth to. I think that technology and the availability of a lot of things have really made it suck for moms and dads. But I remember taking my kids to Disney and they loved it and they made it a great experience. They appreciated it, but they didn't have a lot of the things that we have now. When I was growing up, we didn't have a lot of money. 
We took our ass outside and played. Mm-hmm. We that's we made things fun outside. We explored. We hiked through the woods. I have a child that would go to these events and I know would be preferring to sit in a room in front of a TV, yes. a video game and a phone. Not that and there's nothing wrong with that. That would be that to him is a vacation. Yes. So then the whole fun of of a of a moment or a memory of when a vacation should look like it's kind of taken out of it because mm-hmm. he would prefer to be doing something else. And that's okay. I try to, ha- I want to have a balance. I want us to be able to create memories for our kids, but I also don't want that memory to revolve around our moms were pulling their hair out because we were unappreciative and we didn't have fun at this thing that they worked so hard to make sure was very fun. Yeah. I've definitely started giving less and less in motherhood because I don't feel appreciated and I'm not expecting my kids to appreciate. I need to I need to probably take that out of it. I want them to appreciate. I know that they will someday, but I'm not like I can only go so far. I can only be stretched so thin. Oh, yeah. Because I mean, you're still human as a parent, as a mother. We're still human. We're allowed to have human emotions and feelings and our kids. I think it's important for them to see that. Hey, Mom has been working her butt off at her outside job and this inside job in this house. And she's allowed to have a bad day when I'm just being a jerk. And they don't, I don't know if it's, it resonates with some children. It doesn't with others. Yeah. Now, yesterday when we were carving pumpkins, I will say I was very grateful for that moment that Jackson decided he was independent enough. He wanted to carve his own pumpkin. And I was like, thank God. He's going to enjoy this moment because he wants to do it himself. He doesn't know that secretly I'm thinking, thank God. Oh, you want to do this on your own. Like, I'm excited for this moment. And just like with trick-or-treating, I think at the end of the day when he asked me, can I trick-or-treat by myself? And of course, a part of me died inside Mm -hmm. as a mother. I'm also like, wow, that is kind of nice. Like, that's one less kid. One less kid you got to wrangle. And he's also excited about the moment. So we're both sharing an excitement together. Listen, somehow you, and you reminded me of this a couple days ago. Somehow I always managed to get out of this wretched holiday that I just do every year. (laughs) Every year I'm like, oh, I think I have something. This year is, I feel like this is, well, no, we still have two young Yeah, you have escaped this somehow every year it's not my fault this year i was very much willing i was a willing participant and i was excited because we have three little grandbabies that are going to join us this Mm -hmm. year but now tanner has soccer what i'm not gonna be able to see all the kids trick-or-treating that does make me a little bit sad yeah so but you'll be here i'll be here auntie Um, ho holding down the floor i will we shall um and it'll be fun we we always do it in this neighborhood we have a great neighborhood and it's kind of like our little family thing i was talking to our friend aaron at soccer last night and i said oh my god i don't get to go to halloween which look it's just not my favorite thing Mm -hmm. so i'm i'm gonna be all right but i still always hand out candy or i'll put a bucket on the front porch i think i'm gonna turn my light out this year and just we're not handing candy out. that's totally fine do you think that that's rude no you dipped out on halloween this year i'm dipping out on christmas yeah I mean, I'm not a holiday celebrator. I'm really not. Um, I do love, and we talked about this. I love Christmas for, not because of it being Christmas, because of it being our family family time. And we agreed that we should be doing that way more often. Oh, yeah. We have so many kids. And they're all here. Why don't we? We've got to make time for that. I know. 
because it's fun. We I love family it. night in this house. It's it is it's truly wild. one of the best nights you'll but have. But it's we laugh. It's fun up until nine p.m. Yeah, and then I wash my face, and y'all got to get the hell out. <laughs> y'all got to go home. I can't go anywhere. <laughs> Not you. I'm talking about our kids. Y'all got to go. <laughs> kids and visitors, read the doormat. Bye. Leave by nine. That's hello? literally what our doormat oh, yeah, says. It does. It says hello. Leave by nine. Okay, I got a question. As a single parent, I think this is where my mindset was on this. Do you think that there's such a thing as being too involved in a relationship? You're not married to the dad or the mom anymore. Do you think that there's appropriate amount of time that you distinguish towards your significant other? Yeah, especially when you have other priorities in your life. I do. And, and I never like to judge anybody because I don't, you know, I don't live in their shoes. But I'd seek, I mean, I think everybody secretly behind closed doors, they're like, hmm, can we talk about this? If you're making bad decisions in your life, just know that I'm judging you. Just know that we're not talking about you. (laughs) We're not sorry about it because we're not gossiping about it. We're being honest. Yeah. And we're telling you. And I tell you to your face, but most people don't want to ask because they think I'm going to offend them, which I probably will with my answer. People don't ask me because they know I'm going to tell the truth. And a lot of times they don't want to hear the truth. You are the fluffier friend, though. I I, will give you that. Yes. I still will tell the absolute truth, but I do wrap it up in a cute package. Yeah, if you don't want... Lauren don't wrap it up. She serves it on a shit sandwich. That's why most people don't come to me. (laughs) No, they don't. I don't. I'll be like, hold on, let me get through this and I can be stronger. And then I'll talk to Lauren because she's going to bully me. (laughs) Because she'll just come right out and say, okay, right now, I don't want you to do this because I know you're going to do this. I know. That's how I am. I'm very direct. But I do. I just think that as a parent, when you go out and start dating someone and you're a single mom, or a single dad, you should tell that person, hey, I got these kids and they have to come first. I set rules for myself before I even start dating. I only dated on off mom week. Right. That was a very strict thing. If I happen to make a date on a mom week, it was because I'm really feeling you. I'm into you. I happen to have somebody that can watch my kids. Maybe our, our schedules didn't line up because that person has kids. So maybe my, my schedule was a little bit more flexible. But it's not an every time thing. I was very adamant about that. And I still am. If it, they're not with their dad, they're with me. And I don't make time. Like, I make sure that I am, the, that my kids come first. They don't care. No, they <laughs> don't. They're first. like, can't you go out? We don't want you here. They don't care at all. <laughs> um, and sometimes I do lay there and I'm like, do these kids even care that, you know, I've just invo- revolved my whole world around them. They probably don't. But to me, I do think it's important extremely important their schedule stays in in alignment whenever i'm seeing someone whenever i'm in a relationship and my kids lives have not changed nothing has been disrupted because i'm seeing someone i'm not up someone's ass 24 7 well i just think that even in in a marriage you have to have a healthy balance and maybe have a hobby and give them a, a chance to miss you you can't just be together 24/7 with anybody no. cuz you get tired of each other my mindset is i have my own life with or without someone And whoever my partner is, I expect them to have their own life with or without me. We can find our time to be a couple together and ways to have a relationship without being physically in the same vicinity 24 freaking seven. Okay, let me get a little more, I don't know, catty or petty. Take it to another level. What about your friends? Do you just forget your friends? No, my friends are a priority because my friends are my family, especially you. I live with you. Like we literally are right. family. So no, I, like I said, my life doesn't change just because I'm dating someone. 
There is nothing about my life that changes. Look, I haven't dated in a while, but I will tell you, when John and I started dating, my friends did not get pushed to the side. And even now, you are my best friend and I have other friends. I don't make plans with my friends. And then if my spouse wants to do something, oh, wait, sorry, I can't do anything with you. No, my priorities that I put in place come first. And here's how I look at it. And I know this may be the divorcee and me talking because, you know, I've been divorced a couple of times. The people that are your best and closest friends, if they truly are your good friends and they're there for you all the time, it's not a guarantee or a for certain that you're going to be in a relationship forever. You're ju- I mean, it's just not anything. You have no idea. Anything could happen. But your family and your friends, they're going to be there. So my advice is don't push them away. My other thing is that if you're dating someone who is not supportive of all of that. Oh, good. And is not encouraging you to go through with the plans that you've made with your family and your friends. It's probably not someone you need to be dating. No, I agree with that. Absolutely. That would be a red flag. Yes. And I think we have had this discussion previously, especially in our situation. You got to lay it all out on the line before you bring somebody new into this whole chaos. Oh, yeah. Here's how it is. And I live with my ex-husband's new wife and we parent our kids together and we're best friends. And if you can't handle it, you might want to just go knock I somebody mean, else's door. Here's the thing. I've been on this earth, living it, doing my thing for 35 years. Nobody's going to come in and try to change what I've done and what well, I've created. Somebody did and <laughs> didn't fare well for them. They did so. not. <laughs> see, just learn from the other's uh-huh. mistakes. Uh-huh. But I ju- it just makes me sad to see friends do that Yeah, because there will come a time or, you know, there may come a time where you're going to need that person. And if you have shunned them, where are they going to be? Yeah. No, I don't believe in treating people like that. And if I'm truly happy with the person I'm dating and the person I'm in a relationship with, it's honestly probably it should it should flourish the relationships around me, including my friendships my sisterhood um, and my motherhood with my children. Mm -hmm. It should be nothing but ease in those other aspects. I feel like it should make you a better person. Mm -hmm. You're happier. You're just more content. Yeah, it's adding another item to your list. And I mean, I'm not saying that in a negative way. But if it's adding it as a chore, then it shouldn't. Then it shouldn't be on the list. Yeah, it shouldn't. It needs to be something that just is organic and and effortless. Feels good. Mm -hmm. That's what I want. I, I I know that this is probably not on the top of everybody's list, but for me, being a good friend, it really it ranks up there for me. Listen, I'm a shitty mom, but I am a really good friend. <laughs> yeah, that's what I say. I mean, I'm mediocre at best, but I really am a good friend. I will drop anything mm-hmm. for my friends, especially when I know that they appreciate it. And and not even that if they can reciprocate it, because a lot yeah. of my friends can't. Oh, but I'm not they, ever knowing that they would. If right. They could. Yeah. You know, I want when I die, I want my obituary to read and write this down because you're going to note it. I want it to be April was a good friend. She would do anything for anybody. Oh, I would. Absolutely. She would give you the shirt off her back as long as she's wearing her bra that day. <laughs> <laughs> but she's probably not because she doesn't like a bra. <laughs> Okay, y'all, get in touch with us. We love to hear from our listeners. Send us topics that you'd like us to discuss. And if you want to learn more about us or hear all of our stories from the beginning of this chaos, check out our website, pastchaos.com. If you want a more personal insight into the craziness that is our lives, follow us on our social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Also, you can now stream season one of You, Me, and My Ex on Discovery+. Plus. Before we get in the shit show, Mom, (laughs) I do have to say one thing. 
because I got to ask you this question. I find out all of my news on social media, mm-hmm. obviously. Nick Cannon. Yes. Okay. I just have a question. Like, is he, what's the deal? Is he trying to set a world uh, record? With all the baby mamas? But I'm like, okay, so I know that I just saw very recently he had a baby. Yeah. Right? Okay. This week in the news, he's got the woman that had the baby with him that passed away like mm-hmm. a year ago. She's, she's now pregnant. pregnant by him. Yeah. So does he date any of these women? Is he I polygamist? I honestly don't know. I'm probably the wrong person oh, to ask you don't that know that. I don't know. I, I need to know. I know we got interviewed about him. <gasps> yes, we did. But it I never, forgot about that. It never, it never landed. But yeah, we got interviewed about him. I know it was the New York Times, mm-hmm. didn't they? Reached out to us and asked us about because we're baby mamas. Because we're baby mamas. <laughs> but I'm so I really am intrigued. Like, what is he doing? Do these women obviously they know about each other because mm-hmm. he is famous, famous, mm-hmm. and his stuff is all in the news, but. What does he have, like 10 kids now? I think it's 10. And good for him. You want to procreate. I mean, get it. I mean, you but know. But I just need to know wh- why. I have no idea. It's crazy. I don't right? have the time nor the financial ability uh-huh. to take care of 10 kids. We got six. Yeah. And we can barely <laughs> feed them. So Trust me. I don't know. Whatever he's doing. Anyway. Mm. Okay. That was, I just it was on my mind. Yeah, and I okay. had to get it out Glad there. I got it off. Shit show mom moment of the week. How many do you have? Well, I mean, look, <laughs> sometimes I don't even want to talk about mine. I already said I was a bad mom earlier in this Oh, segment, I am. So. I am by far. Um, okay. So since you have so many, we'll let you go this week. Okay, I'll go. Well, mine are just happening. <laughs> I could have picked one from an hour ago, for God's sakes. So I will say that out of all the children that I have had, Jed is the only one that I've really ever had to do homework with. He's also kind of babied. Mm-hmm. That's my own fault. But I... To have zero patience, those people around me that know me, I have none. Not I, even I, a little. I don't um, know. I have no comment. I should not be a teacher. Listen, COVID, my kids lost God, a year. God, don't let her teach your kids. No, my kids lost a year for sure. Uh, but Chet, Chet was doing homework the other day and he is just sitting there and he's not getting it. He's off in La La Land. He's coloring. He is not. Listen, I got to say this. He does that with you. He doesn't mess around with his and mom. It's because he it's because I baby. Yes. Him. And he's sitting there. Well, you went to second grade. I said, you're right. I already fucking graduated. I don't have to do this. <laughs> so listen, I was peeling potatoes for dinner and I pissed. I pissed my pants because I'm like watching her struggle. And I'm like, I'm going to let this happen because I do this on a daily because she works. I help out with the homework. This bitch, she just yelled right out to this kid. Fuck you. I graduated and I pissed. I'm like, well, there's one way to do it. And you got to know Jet because like he just laughs at everything. Everything is hilarious to him. He has not a care in the world. He's just giggling. Ha she said she fuck you. I didn't care. He doesn't give a shit. No, he still wanting me to do his homework for him. So that today Tanner asked me right before he went to school. He's like, mom, I got a lot of work that I need to catch up on. Do you think you could help me? And I was like, yeah, sure. I'll help you when you get home. And all day long, I've just been dread- not dreading him coming <laughs> home because I'm really excited for my kid to come home. But I'm like, oh, man, I told him I would help him with his homework. And I really just don't want to because it's misery. You think it's bad helping Jet? Go on ahead and help Tanner. I don't want to. I can't. And I'm thinking, should I just, maybe I should just pull Lauren, pull Lauren and say, line. hey, fuck you, Tanner. I graduated. I graduated. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's welcome. You're welcome, everyone. That's all the time we have for tonight. Thanks so much for listening and hanging out with us. If you'd like to find out more about the Kirks and our big blended family, visit our website at pastchaos.com. Make sure you don't miss out on any of this train wreck and chaos by hitting the subscribe button. If you really want to get personal, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Be sure to tune in every Sunday when we release new episodes. We would really appreciate it if you would subscribe to and review our podcast. And just so y'all know, we love Jesus, but we cuss a little.